The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Where the dawn of the east meets the twilight of the west, and the cool of the north touches the calm of the south, and the transcendent power of Almighty God touches earth in the humility of Christ. Here and now, where the head of the Charles reaches out to the heart of the country, we gather for ordered worship. This service of word and sacrament is offered to the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at 735 Commonwealth Avenue, for our radio congregation across New England at NPR WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership around the globe at WBUR.org. We invite your written or emailed responses, your prayerful or material support, your selection for forms of ministry, some are evident today in today's liturgy, and as the Spirit moves, your presence with us for worship. That is, should you hear something by radio today that moves you, then next Sunday, make a move, come and join us. We covet your presence. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
us, O Lord, to trust in you with all our hearts, for as you always resist the proud who confide in their own strength, so you never forsake those who make their boast of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the book of Proverbs, chapter 22. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity, and the rod of anger will fail. Those who are generous are blessed, for they share their bread with the poor. Do not rob the poor because they are poor, or crush the afflicted at the gate, for the Lord pleads their cause and despoils of life those who despoil them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
please join me in saying together verses from Psalm 125 with the Antiphon. Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, from this time on and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, so that the righteous might not stretch out their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good But those who turn aside to their own crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon and the reading of the gospel. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Mark, chapter 7, verses 24 through 37. Glory to you, O Lord. From there he set out and went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there, 
yet he could not escape notice. But a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician origin. She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. So she went home, found the child lying on the bed, and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went by way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him aside in private, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then, looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one, but the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. Following Jesus' declaration last Sunday in Mark 7 that all foods are clean, the Gospel of Mark then traces several healings which Jesus brings to Greeks, Gentiles, those other, isolated, foreign, stranger, the Syrophoenician woman among them. These are moments of apocalyptic incursion in which spirit touches life and emerges in a moment, perhaps in a moment of worship like this one for you. How often we have heard said this week at Boston University, one to another, Happy New Year, it's a new year, it's another start. Well, this is a day of new beginnings, particularly for those at matriculation who begin another term, another semester. But come Sunday, it is a day of new beginnings for one and all, for you and for me. We engage today a 10-point start listening to the Proverbs. These two are Proverbs. They are epigrams. They are old ministerial sayings with which we will start again this term, a 10-point start. One, well begun is half done. Gut begonnen hab gebonen. You can only step into a river once. You can never step in the same river twice. You never have a second chance to make a first impression. You see, I warned you, this was a series of proverbs. We begin again. Three years ago, we came and entered and spent a year, 2006 and seven, greeting and learning and naming and developing an installation service, and poof, the year went by. A moment of beginning. Two. Slow and steady wins the day, to be sure. 
begin with the end in mind. There is a Universalist minister in Seattle who spends every New Year's Day seated atop his own gravesite, his own burial plot, his own post-retirement home. You will know him as Robert Fulgham, humorist and preacher and author, and he takes his folding chair January 1st, and he sits for several hours where he will long lay later. He exemplifies what we know to be the truth, begin with the end in mind. And so two years ago, we spent our time envisioning a mission for Marsh Chapel. You participated in this work, and we developed an envisioned mission to be a heart for the heart of the city and a service, a worship service, in the service of the city, and to do so with focus on voice and vocation and volume, to expand the range of the national voice of Marsh Chapel in liturgy and homily and music across the country and around the globe, to focus on discernment, particularly for undergraduates, but generally for all, those moments of decision about vocation, where your deepest passion meets the world's greatest need, said Frederick Buechner, you will find your vocation. And then to fan the flames of participation in worship, here you are, in service, there you are, weekday and weekend. Three, dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres, that is, the Spaniards well say, you tell me with whom you walk, and I will tell you who you are. A new start, a 10-point start, includes attention to friendship, to the engagement Samuel Johnson said, keep your friendships in good repair. Who's on the bus and who's off the bus, as Jim Collins said, in a completely different context, does still make sense. So we then in 2007 and 2008 developed a new staff strategy and filled in some 32 part and full-time workers in our midst. You can see their lovely photographs in the narthex on the photo board following worship. It does matter with whom you travel. To go in a certain direction, you need a certain selection to begin at the start. Four, they will not care how much you know until they know how much you care. We send our seminarians off into the world laden, and they need every scrap of it, with education in scripture and history and theology and practice. But in ministry, this is something shared by all of us. They won't care what you know until they're sure how much you care. And so in your bulletin today, you'll see our term book developed last year, this is the second year for it, that shows a program of education and service and embrace and care, a way of greeting and meeting that guides across the week and through the year. That embrace that includes personal touch and healing. Do you notice how the teachings of Jesus are so intimately intertwined with healings? Here in Mark 7, 
especially there's a teaching, there's a healing, there's a healing, there's a teaching. Care and know begin with care. Five, having just a vision, no solution. Everything depends on execution. Now there, in a sermon, even in the nave of Marsh Chapel, you've heard quoted Stephen Sondheim at least for once. What happens in the little means a great deal in the large. Did you notice Jesus' attention to detail? You know, in every passage in the synoptics, we have the four voices of a choir, like this lovely choir here. The soprano voice, the voice of the Jesus of history, Epphatha. The alto voice, the most important voice, that just under the surface of the text formed emerging engagement of memory and imagination, which the writers inherited. Gospel, good news. That tenor voice, today Mark, the writer who lines out in Mark 7, the consequence of Jesus saying, making clean all things, all foods. It meant inclusion of the Greeks, the Gentiles, the other, the foreigner, the stranger, you and me, perhaps especially keenly in this moment. It's the execution, the epphatha, the saliva, the touch, the finger, the ear, the tongue, and be open. Sick. Follow the money. There aren't many rhetorical gems from 35 years ago that survive, but this is one. Those of a certain age will remember it. Perhaps it survives because it's embedded in the ancient proverbs themselves. Money answers everything. Serious to a fault, we begin every season with an encouragement to you, not for our sake or this sake or the community's sake even, but for the joy that befalls the donor to find a way to begin in faith and begin this season by tithing. In our tradition, that means earning, yes, and then setting aside a certain portion for saving, and it's then a certain portion for giving, giving beyond oneself. You know, this is a strange truth. You only have what you can give away. You only finally possess what you have the freedom and power, the power and freedom to bequeath another. Follow along in generosity and find a way so that over time in this season when 10% of those hunting for work have yet to find, to remember in our behavior that people, all people, belong to one another, beginning at the start. Seven, for the community of learning, love your subject and love your students. This is a community of teaching and of learning. We're all learning and we're all teaching. As Camus said, we should sit in a circle and say to one another, I am not God and you are not God and we are not God together. We are learning together as we teach and I'm sure pedagogical fashion changes every year or every decade, but some things endure. As St. Augustine wrote and reminded us, Augustine of Hippo, if you are going to teach, and that is all of us, love your subject and love your students and all the rest will come along. Eighth, 
preach the gospel and love the people, there is a conceit in summarizing ministry, your ministry, in seven words. So, and yet there's a playfulness and a joy in it. This is good news. God so loved the world. This is good news. The announcement of God's pervasive, lasting, enduring, reliable love shared with you and for you. There's an angelic playfulness in it. Take yourself lightly so that you can fly like the angels. One afternoon I visited an Episcopalian and we welcome today our new Episcopal chaplain uh, for the university, the Reverend Mr. Joshua Thomas. Joshua, welcome and thank you for your service. She was not a member of my congregation, but she had the fortune or misfortune of living on a nearby street, and so I would call on her for my joy. And she would have a way of keeping uh, one humble. In the month in which finally, at long last, the dissertation was completed and accepted, she let me go following tea by saying, I have for you a little limerick. What's that, I said? She said, there once was a pastor named Fiddle who refused to accept a degree. For he said, "'Tis enough to be fiddle without being fiddle D.D." There is a preaching of the gospel and a love of people with which we begin. It's good news shared with and for others. Ninth, unite the two so long disjoined learning and vital piety. This is Charles Wesley's hymnic hope which we remember week by week. Now this summer, friends, we have heard 10 fine sermons on Darwin and faith, and they have been pure, keen, smart, high, erudite, learned all. The question is whether we will have the capacity in this season to join to that learning a visible, practical discipline. That is, this week, Will those around you see a creative generosity, hear a pastoral imagination, take note of an unforeseen kindness, mark down an experience of love? Will that begin for you this week? If not this week, just what week did you intend to have that uh, begin? You know, many of us go through life auditing for a good long while, and there's a point to auditing. It's good to audit. But there comes a point when one needs to buy the books, register for the course, take care of the tuition, sign up and take the course. I'm speaking of life and spirit and faith. Take the course for credit. Now I wonder if that shift from auditing to registration is your step this morning. And tenth and last, ministry is service. We are together in ministry, and we are together in service. Ministry is diakonia all. All ministry is service. The ministry of the laity is 90%, humanly speaking, of what happens in the full service of the church. Your ministry is the fullness of our ministry, and it involves service. All ministry is diaconal. The ministry of the laity is diaconal. The ministry of the pastor is diaconal. The ministry of the deacon is diaconal. The ministry of the church is diaconal. Ministry is service. Will you begin a 10-point start with the 
admonitions of Paul upon us. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast what is good, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor, never lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in your hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, practice hospitality. Well, beloved, a ten-point start. Christ is alive and goes before us to show and share what love can do. This is a day of new beginnings. Our God is making all things new. Amen. be seated. Grace and peace to all. My name is Brother Larry. I'm the University Chaplain for Community Life here at Marsh Chapel, and it's my pleasure to welcome you here this morning. I hope you will help us get to know you better and help you so that we can help you to get to know each other better by filling out the red pads at the end of each pew with your name and contact information so we can be in touch throughout the week. I would note that we have lunch, barbecue, and ice cream social on the BU Beach following the service. Hope you'll come out and join us for a meal and fellowship. 
Also, this week begins our weekly schedule here at Marsh Chapel. You can find more details in the bulletin and on the Marsh Chapel website, bu.edu slash chapel. On the website is also an opportunity, especially for our radio and online listeners, for online giving. We, I would note that we, uh, Marsh Chapel is closed tomorrow for Labor Day, so our schedule actually begins Tuesday of this week. I would make a special note of in our weekly activities of a new 9 a.m. Sunday morning service of Eucharist, and we hope you can join us in Robinson Chapel next week. And now I'd like to welcome our music director, Dr. Scott Jarrett, to make an announcement about the choir. Good morning. Let me add my welcome to you here in the nave and listening this morning to Marsh Chapel. We're delighted to start a new season together and a new academic year. And on behalf of the musicians here and my colleague, Justin Blackwell, it's a pleasure to greet you this morning. It's also my pleasure to invite you to join the chapel choir. Uh, the next three Thursdays or so, we would love to meet you in the 6 o'clock hour, just before rehearsal, if you're interested to come. On your way out, there's a little leaflet uh, which has information about the chapel choir, how to join, and uh, how you can join a part of this wonderful group of people here leading us musically today. Uh, all may come, students, community members, we invite you all. So, nice to see you and welcome. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
As the grain once scattered on the fields, and the grapes once dispersed on the hillside, are now reunited on this table in bread and wine, so, Lord, may your whole church soon be gathered from the corners of the earth into your kingdom. Amen. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sins before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. Let us share with one another the sign of peace. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. Father, we give you thanks and praise through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your living Word, through whom you have created all things, who was sent by you in your great goodness to be our Savior. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he took flesh as your Son, born of the Blessed Virgin. He lived on earth and went about among us. He opened wide his arms for us on the cross. He put an end to death by dying for us and revealed the resurrection by rising to new life. So he fulfilled your will and won for you a holy people. And now we give you thanks because you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in him. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing. the source of all holiness. Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit and according to your holy will, 
these gifts of bread and wine may be to us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ And so, Father, calling to mind his death on the cross, his perfect sacrifice made once for the sins of the whole world, rejoicing in his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, and looking for his coming in glory, we celebrate this memorial of our redemption. I will offer each petition and conclude, Lord, in your mercy. Please respond, hear our prayer. Teach us, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and lead us in the path of your commandments. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Keep our nation under your care, and guide us in justice and truth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, deal graciously with your servants. Teach us discernment and knowledge. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let not the needy be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the meek in judgment, and teach your ways to the gentle. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, remember your people, whom you have purchased and redeemed of old. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we offer you this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, we bring before you this bread and these cups, and we thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. Send the Holy Spirit on your people and gather into one in your kingdom all who share this one bread and one cup, so that we in the company of all the saints may praise and glorify you forever through Jesus Christ our Lord. By whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread.
Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and I shall be healed. The chalice on the pulpit side is port, and the chalice on the lectern side is grape juice. Come, for all things are now ready.
Let us pray. Father of all, we give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace, and opened the gate of glory. May we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to others. We whom the Spirit lights give light to the world. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us, so we and all your children shall be free, and the whole earth live to praise your name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Beloved, we invite you to stand and, as is our practice on Matriculation Sunday, to join together as we are so named and so moved in our litany for this day. Will you please stand? People of God, will you praise God who creates you by following in the way of Christ in the year to come, living lives of prayer and presence, generosity and service in the power of the Spirit? With God's help, we Chaplain for Community Life, Chapel, Ministry, and Marsh Associates, will you minister among this university community and offer the best of yourselves in heart and service and discipleship to Christ in the embrace of the Holy Spirit? With God's help, we will grow in ministry and the partnership of the gospel. Hospitality and support team. Will you guide us all to excel in our ministry of welcome, to watch over one another in love, and to shine forth a model of graceful communication? With God's help, we will welcome our neighbors in love as Christ first loved us. Musical leaders, soloists, and chorus choristers, will you teach by precept and example that one who sings prays twice, qui cantat bis orat, and so prepare us to sing God's praise on earth as in heaven. We offer our God-given gifts with grateful happiness, and we are ready to serve the Lord with gladness. Ushers, sacristan, advisory board members, and chapter members, will you offer gifts of insight and imagination, passion and commitment to those whom you serve? With God's help, we will discern God's spirit in our midst. People of God, will you support these and others in ministry by your prayers and assistance? As God gives life and breath, we will celebrate the gift of life with every breath through every day.
Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be and abide with each one of us now and always. Amen.